Doc, I came to the walk-in today because you got to help me. Uh, What's wrong? Well, I've been feeling clammy lately. I've not had anywhere near as much energy as I normally do. Sometimes it feels like there's just a heaviness that keeps me from being able to do things. I see. I see. You know, this happens to a lot of uh, different people in your position. So, is there any treatment available? You know, there might be. I'm a little hesitant to tell you about it, though. Please, Doc. You gotta do something. I'm desperate. Alright, alright, alright. So, you know, there's this new experimental drug that we got into the office and we're supposed to push, but I don't quite feel comfortable. I don't know. It's a really risque one. Please, Doc. I'm begging you. Alright. I have seen ads for it quite a bit lately on social media. I don't know. People say it's pretty all right. Gets gets them going. So I guess I could tell you about it. Um, so the main side effects, it's kind of worrisome. Are you sure you want to hear about this? Please, Doc. I, I, I just want to know what I'm taking, and I just want to feel better. All right. The main one. So you're going to lose time and space every once in a while. It's usually for about an hour or so. I'm just going to like suddenly suddenly be like, whoa, what? where was I? What happened there? And it's usually on car rides. It's not going to affect your driving, though. Just your memory. All right. I've kind of experienced that before when you zone out when you're driving. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's the big one. Um, another one. You might start gaining a random wealth of knowledge, uh, typically in, like, pop culture, uh, fast food joints, uh, video games. All right. I I play Fortnite on my phone, so I'm totally in on it. Okay. The last one. This is the real kicker here. It might might make you get out of this one. Um, You're going to start hearing voices in your head, two to be exact voices in my head why exactly two ah that's just how the chemical is mixed man i don't i don't know what to tell you about that but they're really nagging and they're gonna be there that whole time that you just can't remember about an hour or so it's i don't know some people say it's pretty life-changing others are pretty indifferent about it is it gonna be detrimental are they gonna Am I going to become one of those crazy people? I'd say they're relatively harmless. Insignificant almost. But sometimes you might just enjoy them. Okay, Doc. I trust you. Okay. Okay, now, I don't have the full name of it to write on the script for you. However, I do have the abbreviation. Are you have a pen on you? Are you going to write it down? Why do I need the pen? You're the doctor here. Listen, you called me. I'm not even in person right now, okay? We're, we're uh, already getting into some tricky space here. Stupid Zoom. <laughs> that Okay, so the abbreviation is H-C-S-T. W- what kind of a name is this? W- what makes you think the pharmacist would just give me this? I don't know. It's just, it's a vibe, you know? Um, a lot of the time lately, our patients... It's, it's not that intense of a drug. A lot of our patients just show up to the pharmacy and ask about it. And 
I don't know the name. Yeah, I agree with you. It's kind of dumb. It's almost like uh, two former friends from college. Um, the two friends that formerly went to college together made it. Kind of, ha- kind of half baked. Not really fully fleshed out. Uh, whatever, man. Just I want to feel better. All right. And you're sure? You're sure it's all worth it? You know, at this point, I'm ready for anything. Okay. Well, make your trip to the pharmacy and, you know, good luck. Good luck on your way. Well, thank you, Doc. I will uh, remember you in therapy. Anytime. DJ Redbeard, DJ Morgs, we're hopping on the mic, cause we're dumb and bored, I got the info, I got the takes, join us for an hour, cause you're better off late, listen while you're doing your dishes, take a small walk, welcome, welcome everybody for some home good call talk. I'm Morgan and my co-host here is the guy with a red beard. That is true, some may even say a little orange. Orange, you glad I pointed that out, Connor? Well, you know, I don't know colors. That's fair. I call myself a redhead, but my hair is orange. Do any of us truly know colors? That's one of the downsides of being a human. I don't think so. It's really inconsistent. I mean, is orange named after the color or the fruit? And what exactly is a fruit these days, you know? A tomato. Do you know, I found out that down here in the South, macaroni and cheese is typically considered a vegetable what yep that that can't be true at all i mean take it take it from the source you know (laughs) but while you're pondering while you're pondering life's oddities uh welcome to some home-cooked small talk we're happy to have you back connor how was your week you know to lead into this one of my friends on Twitter pointed out to yesterday, I believe it was, that we are halfway through 2021. That's insane. And, you know, that scared me. Sean, you you broke me inside. Dang, Sean. And I I always thought that it would take much more to break Connor. Oh, no. I break over the smallest things. I thought that was me in a literal sense. Mm, you know, you are a little fragile, especially in the legs. Yes. The legs, the arms, the fingers, the heart. All I need to do is outrun you. Yeah, that's and that's not very hard. And actually, you didn't even know it yet, but that is a preview of my uh, news story for the week. The outrunning. Oh, boy. Yeah. So get ready for that. So, like, what what else did you do this week? We're at the halfway point of the year. Yeah. Well, I got a Nintendo Switch. Woo! Oh, gosh. I'd say it's about two weeks now I've had it. That is really good news. I'm going to give you a clap for that. You know, that kind of dates this episode, at least how far apart the previous one was, because in the previous episode, I didn't even own one. Ah, you know, who, who knows? These... These viewers or listeners of ours, they travel through time and space. <laughs> they took the pill, remember? Yeah. 
they're here with but, us now that's all that matters and you have a switch yeah you know i slept on the console for the longest time just because i didn't pay enough attention to the games on it and i kind of just discredited it because i think i saw the specs when it first came out and i kind of just oh it's not as powerful as my xbox one oh get away from me peasant but you know i'm pretty impressed by what you get from the package for sure. So far, every game I've played on it, albeit I haven't played anything super intensive, runs really smoothly. The operating system, from what I can tell, is very well thought out. Um, it's really easy to just boot up a game and go. Really, my only complaint for the console so far is 32 gigabytes to start off is nowhere near enough. And if I could go back, I would have bought a bigger micro SD card for it or a higher capacity one just because I bought a 128 gigabyte one and I think it's already halfway filled and I have maybe four games downloaded on the console and save data from three games. Yeah. Getting another one's definitely going to be your next move. I think I have two right now. Um, yeah. They're pretty I, easy I to think... switch in and out though. Oh, absolutely. It's just, I don't want to, go through the hassle of switching yeah but so i might just spring and get a one terabyte card or something just for the sake of not having to worry about it yeah gosh now is the time i wish i can mimic the sound of the the click or the snap in the switch commercials oh that made me cringe so much during the e3 presentation because it was always slightly off from their finger clicking yeah oh that was driving me nuts because it was such a cool concept if they could have synced it perfectly yeah it's um it's been there it's been their go-to for the last few years i'm like all right let's let's think of something else here yeah i love that click though it's so satisfying yeah when you stick the console in it's like ooh, mama so what games have you been playing on your new nintendo switch so I have, I got Lego Harry Potter today, so I played the first level of that, but otherwise I've exclusively played uh, Pokemon Let's Go Eevee, and one of my favorite video game series of all time is available on the Switch um, as a collection. It actually was a remaster collection, uh, the Mega Man Zero series. Yes. I absolutely love those games. The third Mega Man Zero game was the second game I ever got on the Game Boy Advance when I got it for Christmas years ago and it was a game that broke me inside because those games are notoriously difficult and I stuck with that game for years before I finally beat it I would dedicate I dedicate so many hours just to beating that game it yeah. caused a lot of frustration, but it paid off in the end because the other games were easy in comparison because I mastered the third game. There you go. But I'm playing through those games right now. Um, I actually looked up the world record for speedrunning for uh, some of the games because I used to do what was essentially speedrunning on those games. Like I would, you know, rush through and beat the game in, you know, two hours. And I don't remember exactly how fast I was back in the day, but my 
what I think was my fastest time isn't so far off from some of the world records. So I might go back and um, actually try to at least try to get on the leaderboard, you know, in the top 100. Yeah, might as well go for it. The only issue, though, is I can tell why people haven't. If you look through the leaderboard, um, there's a lot of people who did it on emulator or original hardware or the Xbox version. And I can tell why no one's done it on Switch because the Joy-Cons, at least my Joy-Cons, have this weird issue where they randomly will disconnect for a few seconds. And Ah, that causes a lot of issues because I played all the way through the first game so far. And during the final boss fight, which in my opinion is very difficult in the series just because the final boss, you can fall off the map. And it's the only boss in the series that I can recall where you can do that. And my Joy-Con disconnected in the middle of the fight two times and made me fall off the map. Oh, jeez. That's awful. Because my jump button stopped working for 20 seconds. That definitely would hurt your speedrunning efforts. Yeah, so I'll probably have to buy a pro controller. They're really Go nice. Go for world record on original hardware, maybe. Yeah. But how was your week been, Morgan? What have you been up to? It's been all right. I've been working a lot. Um going on a few different trips in the next few weeks so my work schedule is a little little like strenuous right now just to kind of make up for it Mm -hmm. um going to massachusetts for a wedding next weekend uh we're driving there from tennessee so it's gonna be a hike and you know we'll, we'll be there for a few days and then we get back and then i'm like right back in the work and then we're going to gatlinburg for a few days in tennessee uh, and then we're taking some family back with us and hanging out in Nashville for a bit. So it's going to be good. It's going to be a good month, but it's going to be super busy. And yeah, I don't know. Lot, lots of travel, but it's going to be good. So in the meantime, I've been working. Um, my hand has been very sore from work lately, so I haven't been playing too many video games or anything like that. I picked up reading again a little bit more. I... um had been stuck on a book for a while and finally pushing near the end of it it's a short book too which is the worst part like there's no excuse um i'm reading annihilation right now um by jeff vandermeer they made a movie about uh a movie based on it i think like five years ago or so probably more now but it was really good the book's pretty good too um and then I've been playing, like, the same stuff as usual, just a lot less of it. Uh, Some, like, MLB The Show. I think I played, like, one or two matches of Fortnite in the last week. But I also, I had gotten it a few months ago when it was on a deep sale, but I'm finally restarting the Batman Arkham series. And I played, yes, it's so good, man. I I played about the first hour and a half of uh, Arkham Asylum last night and just bringing back so many memories. The game's amazing. I uh, remember back when I bought the Arkham Asylum collection a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, they, you were the number one person on all of the leaderboards <laughs> that would pop up in the game corner every once in a while during loading screens. And I remember I always like you were my motivator while I was playing through that game to like h- score high because I specifically just wanted to crush you on the leaderboard. 
Yes, built different, bro. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, those games are so good. The only one I, I still have yet to play, and maybe I'll find it someday in a port, is Arkham Origins. I know it's kind of like the black sheep of the series, but I'd still like to play it at some point. The story is really cool. I uh, I ha- actually have a copy of that for 360. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I should let you borrow it sometime. Yes, please do. I'd love to. I'd pop it in Kristen's Xbox and give that a go. Be super fun, but that's that's been about all I've been doing this week. You know, um, I don't know. It's it hasn't been truly remarkable one way or the other. I did watch the latest Loki. You said you haven't yet, correct? No, I've watched the most recent episode. Oh, you have? Okay. Yep. Uh, you a fan of it? We don't have to get into spoilers, but you liking what what's going on? You know, I. <laughs> I have enjoyed it. It's it's a pretty good show. It has completely defied my expectations, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, I feel like with the latest plot twists, I feel like we're getting in the almost Wanda, WandaVision levels of confusion, but in a good way. You know, like, I have no idea what's coming next at all, and I'm really excited for that. Yeah, how many episodes are left? One? Just uh, two. Oh, there's two. I thought there was one left. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, I know that dates us a little bit, but I think we've, we're through four now, and I think there's six total. Oh, okay, I must have lost count somewhere. Yeah, yeah, that's good, though. It's really good. And then, um, I finished Ozark, which, I don't know if we talked about that or not. We've um, not. Um, my parents got obsessed with that show, and I just had no interest in it. It's really good. It fell off pretty hard in the second season for a bit. But the third season was amazing, and it's just so weird. That show is very strange to me because it's very dark and very serious, but Jason Bateman is playing, like, the same character he always does, but in, like, a much more serious situation, which is so bizarre to me. Have you ever watched, like, Arrested Development or, um, like, We Are the Millers or anything like that? I am a... uh, When it comes to TV... I typically do not see all of the amazing shows mm. that people are always talking about. The only one that comes to mind I've actually seen is Breaking Bad from okay. the list of, you know, cult classic shows that everyone talks about. It it definitely gives off similar vibes, but it's not I don't know, it's not as artistic. And I also I need to make a correction. He wasn't in We Are the Millers. That um is Jason Sudeikis who I'm, I was going to say. Yeah, and I'm thinking about that. The reason why that's in my head is Kristen and I just rewatched Ted Lasso this weekend. And if you've never seen that show, Connor, you definitely need to. It's amazing. It's like, it's the most warm-hearted comedy I think you'll ever see. And it has some serious and really sad moments in it, but it just makes you feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Aww. Yeah, so that's my review of Ted Lasso. Give that a listen or a watch, you know, whatever, however you um, consume your television shows. <laughs> but that one's really good. So I guess I've been watching a little bit more lately uh, than usual. And then um, I think since the last podcast, I've also seen In the Heights uh, in theaters, and that was awesome. I had never heard any of the music before or watched any production of it. And that was a really fun time. 
I don't know if you're interested in musicals, but if you are still, I know you used to be, but if like you still are, that's definitely one I would recommend a, a watch. But, All right, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, have you uh, have you been watching anything lately? Um, I've been watching a lot of anime. Okay. Lately, um, I've been binge watching My Hero Academia. Nice. Yeah, that's a really good show. Um, I finally got around to watching the Demon Slayer movie last night with my buddy Garrett. Ooh, how is that? I looked up a plot synopsis because I was curious, and it looks very wild. Yeah, it, it's a really good show in general. The movie adaptation, oh my gosh, visually, it was absolutely beautiful. Um, the plot, I I haven't read the manga yet. Mm-hmm. So I had absolutely no clue what happened was or was going to happen going in. And I was very amazed at what happened in the movie. I thought pacing wise, it was a little weird just in the last 20 minutes because the last 20 minutes were fantastic. It's just the previous hour and a half didn't lead into the last 20 minutes. Gotcha. It's uh, it's cool that you brought up anime. I don't know if you saw the news uh, today, but um, the Anime Expo Light is going on right now, and they they released the first trailer for Star Wars Visions, which is the anime anthology Ooh, that's coming out. Yeah, I was so hyped when I heard about that. It looks really cool, man. I'm I'm gonna have to watch the trailer when we're done with this. For sure, it looks really special. I'm I'm excited for that. Um. You know, and I think now would be a good time. I want to move into today's appetizers, Connor. I mean, we're already in the appetizers, but I really, before the main course, like, one more appetizer. I wanted to follow up on our E3 discussion real quick. All right. And, you know, we had some hits and we had some hard misses as well. We Uh, did. Yeah. I just want to bring up a few few points that are fun, fun to talk about. Number one, Microsoft and Nintendo really did it, you know? I think if you're really going to look at everything, I think they pulled through the most. While they were still kind of disappointing, we actually got some some cool stuff from them. The thing I'm most excited for coming out of E3 is the new Metroid, Metroid Dread. I loved all of the 2D Metroid games, and I was actually listening to the MinMax show, which was one of my favorite podcasts. And they did a retrospective of the Game Boy Advance this past week because oh, that's of cool. yeah the 20th year anniversary just hit. So they were talking about all their favorite Game Boy Advance games, and they were talking about like Metroid Fusion and um, Zero Mission, and it just brought back some really good memories. So I'm super excited for Metroid Dread. Um, Miyazaki, that crazy crazy man, finally did it with Elden Ring. I think that looks awesome and perplexing at the same time um our biggest miss of the night which uh you had brought up as one of your most anticipated conferences and i was very curious about it was uh take two now this i think this is so interesting so context take two is the publisher that does um that owns Rockstar, and so the big expectation or hype around it was maybe some type of preview for what they're going to do next, whether that's the new Grand Theft Auto, 
bully or you know some type of red dead redemption uh expansion um but instead of that they actually didn't have a conference or a presentation instead they did a roundtable discussion about diversity in the industry and it was really good i don't know if you watched any of it but um i think the real charm of it was when it first started, people on Twitch and everyone streaming it, there's a lot of people that were very upset that they they weren't actually presenting new games or information, and they they sounded off in the comments. But then they decided to stay and actually like had productive conversations about it, and it seemed like it was actually like very fulfilling for a lot of the people involved. Hmm. I honestly had no clue that happened just because... I was very bad about keeping up with E3. Mm. I think I watched the Microsoft conference after the fact, and then I watched the Nintendo one live. Other than that, I just saw highlights from other conferences. Gotcha. What do you think of Starfield? I know we didn't see a lot, but did you like the trailer? I am just glad to finally see something for that stinking game because it has been years and all we had to go off of was a title and at one point they released a like 10 second teaser of a satellite and i mean we had more for elder scrolls 6 by just by sheer how long the actual thing was you know what i mean like the elder scrolls 6 teaser was like 30 seconds long versus yeah. starfield and starfield was supposed to come out before elder scrolls 6 or is going to come out before elder scrolls 6 mm-hmm. yeah it's pretty wild um so you know that was e3 uh i think i had a good time predicting some things maybe we could do that again next year um but i don't know there are a lot of highs and lows and i'm curious to see what transition that conference is going to make if it's going to continue to stay online or if it's going to go back to a traditional expo next year and like who's going to be involved like we still don't even have a playstation state of play for this summer yet and i think it's happening there's a lot of rumors there's a lot of stuff that's supposedly coming out but we'll see man it's exciting stuff but going off of that sony's absence for me has been very troubling but continue please yeah yeah it's it it has been worrisome but i don't know some of the stuff that's been leaked has actually they're drip feeding out on social media like the ghost of tsushima expansion oh that's so cool i'm so excited for it that's like one thing like people said that was going to be in a state of play and it was its own thing so who knows i i have no idea what they're doing but hopefully by this the end of the summer we have a better picture but I want to move on, Connor. I want to move on to the main course today. Of course, of course. Now, a few hours before recording this episode, I went and saw The Forever Purge. And boy, was it a movie. A movie? A movie of movies? It was a movie of movies. And I believe you've come prepared with some rapid-fire questions to ask me about it. Of course. Lay them on me, Connor. Let's go. Well, to start off, well, this is a sequel. It is. In the Purge cinematic universe. It is, and it is a full universe. There are, I believe this is the fourth movie? Maybe the fifth? Fourth? And there's a TV show with multiple seasons as well. 
I've never seen anything purge related, so I can't even begin to guess what number you're on. It's a rabbit hole for sure. And there's a prequel but, movie. It's a whole whole thing. Are there references to the other movies? Not many. Not really, actually, at all. So, would I be able to watch this movie having never seen a Purge movie? Absolutely, yes. Is it a gore fest? Yes, um, not as bad as something like Saw, but if you um, aren't one who enjoys gore or violence, definitely stay away. It's also, it is the fifth movie confirmed. I just looked it up. (laughs) Do they throw in random political jabs? I remember the trailers for one of the previous movies they got weirdly political they they do and some of it is plot related with an organization that has like that is kind of a reference that has stemmed throughout the whole series a lot of it though is societal commentary like social commentary um so you know if you want to make that political you can or it could just be kind of more of an overall blanket statement and do they have references to other movies? For example, does a guy pick up a chainsaw and go groovy? Unfortunately, there are no Evil Dead references. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there are a few references to things that I may have missed. Um, just really low-key ones, though. Maybe like background, background stuff. Hmm. Were any animals filmed? Uh... Or were any animals harmed in the process of making this movie? There is one that I definitely assume was harmed. It wasn't oh. harmed on screen, but it was put in a dangerous situation. And then oh, no. afterwards, based on how the the plot and the scene were going, I could just assume the worst for said animal. Oh. Yeah. But I also don't think it was a real animal, nor like did it actually get hurt. Oh, okay. As long as it wasn't a real animal. Yeah, uh, it could have. Were there any, ce- any celebrity cameos? Not that I could pick out. I actually didn't. It wasn't a very famous cast. And oh, so Oprah doesn't just like roll past in battle armor at some random point? I think they're saving that for the Purge 6. That would be so funny to think just Oprah rolls up in Viking armor. Do you think <laughs> Josh Peck would come like trying to mow her down? <laughs> Maybe Drake Bell. Oh, no, he's going to be in prison, silly. <laughs> Whoops. Well, he, he does have a criminal record now. He does indeed. Our Spanish singing Drake Bell. <laughs> oh, man. Are there any fight scenes in bathrooms? Ooh, I, I need to dig in the memory bank for this one. I'm just going to say yes. There are fights pretty much everywhere. Where does the movie take place primarily, or does it take place... Do you follow one cast? Yes, it takes place in Texas. Hmm. Throughout Texas. I don't remember the original city they were in, but they led them to El Paso. Okay, Texas has open carry swords. Are there swords? I didn't see any swords. I definitely saw machetes. There must have been swords. Man, some of those action scenes, though... A lot of the violence was in the background, and, like, it was a little overwhelming. I could assume there were – I'd say it's safe to say there were swords. If I ever move to Texas, you bet your bottom dollar I will just walk around everywhere with a battle sword on the back of my – just on my back. Might as well. Just fear not, my lady. 
<laughs> you gonna put your change on the tip of it when you like go to order food and drop it in the tip jar like flip your sword Six over feet. <laughs> that's exactly how long this sword is if i can stab you you're too close <laughs> give me space or give me death i demand trial by combat officer Are there any weird, cringy jokes? Yeah, there are a few. Yeah. Are there any uh, weird slow-mo deaths? I don't think so. They're, the They have, like, one impactful death scene, and they do kind of shoot it weird. Actually, there's two. One of them is, like, a bad guy, and one of them is a good guy that die. And it's, like, the two points in the movie where they kind of – they show the violent, like they show the action happen, but it kind of cuts really weird in the scene. And I'm like, why didn't they just keep that frame going? I don't know. It was a little bizarre, but there was no slow motion that I could remember. Hmm. Oh, you know what? I think there was one shot of slow motion in the whole movie, but it actually made sense. Interesting. Interesting. And my final question for you. Yes, proceed. Is, were there any scenes or shots in the movie that were just so bloody, so gory, so well shot? It was like Quentin Tarantino himself rolled up on set, graced them with his presence for 30 seconds, and then disappeared into the night? Not quite. It's, it's kind of a letdown in that sense. I'll say there's one scene where two, like random antagonists were wearing these like suits you know how like i don't know i know you haven't seen the movies but i'm sure you've seen a trailer or two of like random ones in the past like a lot of people wear masks or suits when they're doing this stuff yeah um there were two people in like bunny masks and like the fur of the bunny was white and that stuff turned out like bright red and dark red by the end of it so that was cool. I'll say that was like the best kind of gore, gory stuff going on. Interesting. And then the final main antagonist kill. Eh, spoiler, the bad guy dies, okay? Like, whoa, how dare they? <gasps> how dare they kill off the bad guy and not save him for five more uh, movies, right? Uh, <laughs> the His death scene, they, they shoot him in the head, like in between the temple to kill him. But it literally just, like, leaves, like, a small bullet hole. There's no, like, the whole movie is very gory, and there's no, like, violence in that act at all, and it's really strange. What is it, a 22 sized hole, and they shot him with a 44? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Huh, there'd be a lot bigger hole if you shot a guy with a 44. It was bizarre, and there was, like, no real sound besides the gun. I don't know, it was it was kind of strange. Yeah, that's that's the purge. Uh, that's the forever purge. Pardon me. That's the only cheesy part about this movie is a lot of the bad guys say the phrase forever purge a lot. Wait, so the movie ends and they call it the forever purge? Yeah. Okay, that is false advertising right there. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, I you know, it's the purge. I don't really care about spoiling it. Um, they They leave with the purge still going on. So, I mean, the central plot of the this, of the movie is that 
there's like a, a hidden group of people that have like started an uprising essentially and the way they have it is that when the purge ends they kind of all rise up and keep the purge going and their main goal is kind of white supremacy kind of generic but they do a good job of instilling them as bad guys and like that that's their main goal they kind of have like a whole eat the rich thing going on too but it's not actually as in depth as you'd like it to be so they kind of just fall back on like racism and white pride and stuff but um yeah like they overtake like the entire country it's pretty wild they and they they end the movie um i won't tell you about like the main characters and stuff because i guess that would be more of the spoilers that people would care about um, but they end the movie where they've basically overthrown the new government and but the American citizens that like didn't want to do the purge stuff are like rising up and trying to like defend themselves. They basically form the militia against the militia. It's kind of kind of weird, weird stuff, but it was good that uh, my overall review it was better than I expected and it was one of the better purge movies take that as you will that might not mean much to anybody but that is the forever purge interesting 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 yeah now connor you were telling me about your um god rest her soul your um your grandmother who had passed yes my great grandmother your great grandmother and she had a great love for donuts yes she did and you had brought up this amazing idea to help honor her we can rank our donut choices that is true but i should point out it was actually a viewer request for us to rank donuts Ooh! shout out to said viewer and please know in the future if you have any requests you want to do some rankings you want us to talk about something hit us up on any of our social media channels at home cooked small talk yeah so let's get it let's get let's get going on this so the main the main thing we did was choose a bunch of types of donuts that one may have uh, not from a specific place we didn't do it like that just a bunch of types of donuts and we ranked them you know our lists are going to look different we both have different donuts on there in a different amount so this can be fun and it can overlap it doesn't have to whatever so yeah. connor I do you want to go first or you want me to go yeah. first sure the, just to be specific, yeah. I found a list of the 15 most popular donut flavors in the United States, and oh. that's what I personally built mine off of. Okay. I did mine entirely based on memory of donut flavors. I can oh, interesting. So recollect. this will be very different. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Let's go. Let's hear yours. All right. So my least favorite donut type of the most popular ones in America is maple. I do not like maple donuts. The ones I've tried, it doesn't taste like maple syrup. I've had real maple syrup before. This doesn't even taste like Aunt Jemima. This just tastes like fake sugar. It does not taste good. It burns my throat when I eat them, and I don't like them. My next one might have some eyes turning. I might turn your head, but I don't like powdered donuts. And I should point out here that probably the only donut on this list I genuinely hate is the maple donut. I like powdered donuts. I just don't like the fact they make a mess. And that is why my follow-up to that is the cinnamon donut. Mm. Again, 
I just don't like the mess. That's fair. But I definitely put cinnamon just above powdered because cinnamon adds a nice kick. Coming up next is the double chocolate donut. I know it's a very popular donut. It has a lot of fans. I just think double chocolate is too much. I personally think chocolate is best used on donuts and in many other applications as a secondary flavor. Not as the main thing you're eating, but as an accent flavor. And for me, it just doesn't cut it. Next is chocolate frosting with sprinkles, which is also immediately followed by vanilla frosting with sprinkles. Because I've just never been wowed by donuts that are frosted with sprinkles. I don't know. I kind of just find them a little underwhelming compared to their options out there. And I personally prefer vanilla to chocolate, so that's why vanilla is a little higher up on the list. Next is chocolate glazed. I think chocolate glazed donut holes are fantastic. I love them both bite-sized. I just don't think, I don't like them in full-size donut form. I want them in smaller bite-sized things. Next is a strawberry-filled jelly donut. I really like the strawberry filling that you get when you have a jelly donut. I just don't like the powder that they put on the sides of them. And you know what? I just don't like powder. Next is glazed. Glazed is pretty good, but eh, the glaze is a little too much for me. Next, the chocolate long john. I don't think you can go wrong with the chocolate long john. It's just not my favorite. Getting into my top five, I really like sugar donuts. I know they are a little messy, but nowhere near as much as powdered donuts. And you know, I've had some really good sugar donuts in my life. And Next, and I might have a lot of people shaking their heads at me for this one, but I love plain donuts. Oh my gosh. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Have you ever had a cider mill donut? I have. It may be on my list somewhere. Yeah. Cider mill plain donuts. Oh, Lord. They are so good. Mm, I love them. I wish the cider mill was open so I could go get some. Next, the Boston cream. Mmm, I love me some Boston cream. The Boston cream, that's my number three donut. And my second donut, and this might be a little weird because I don't think I've ever had one, and that's the Bavarian cream-filled donut. But the reason I put it at my number two is because I googled what they are, and from what I can tell, they are absolutely scrum diddly diddly umptious, and I want one. So you put... A number two donut is something you've never had before. Yes, because I thought we were using the same list. And, uh, that that you know, could make sense, yeah. It looks so good. I'm My intention is I'm going to eventually hunt one down, and I will try it, and I hope I love it. Okay, okay. But my number one, and you put a gun to my head and ask me what my favorite donut flavor is, I will answer this every single time the exact same donut. It is what I consider to be the king of all donuts, the Big Daddy, the Big Chungus, the most perfect, absolutely amazing donut you can put in my mouth, the Apple Fritter. 
Mm-hmm. I love me an apple fritter. Humana, 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 humana. I've had bad apple fritters. I've had amazing apple fritters. No matter what, I will put that at my number one all day long. Every day of the week. I love me an apple fritter. Wow. Connor, I'm going to upset you here. I don't even have apple fritter on my list. You know, <laughs> I would rather it not be on your list at all than be your worst donut choice. That's fair. You're not going to be happy with my number one. I don't think you're going to hate it, but you're, yeah, you're not going to Is gonna it be the impressed. powdered donut? No, no, I'm not that. <laughs> I'm not a monster. Um, did I? Okay, I did put it on. Okay. I like your list, Connor. I like the thought that's been put into it. We have some different tastes, which is okay in this situation, I feel like. There's so many options that as long as there's something you like out there, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, I love I, well, I wouldn't say I love, but I like every single donut on the list. If you put it in front of me, I would eat it gladly. I just don't like maple donuts. Yeah. Yeah. If I had maple donuts on my list, it would be right at the bottom. I didn't even put it on, though. But so my bottom here is the Boston cream. I I don't like the pudding mix. Oh, I, I know. I love it. It's just never been for me. I thought I, it's always been something I thought I would like. Never has. Never liked it. Coming in behind that is a chocolate glazed donut. So like a chocolate base with glaze on it. There's reasons for that, as you'll see. The next one for me is just double chocolate. So I'm not a fan of chocolate-based donuts, but it'll be a twist. You'll see. There's going to be a big twist here at the end. My next one is vanilla frosted. I'm just not a huge fan of uh, the vanilla-flavored frosting uh, on most donuts, which is funny because I typically love vanilla. Vanilla ice cream is one of my tops, even though it's very plain. Uh, can't go by itself. It's great with it's great pairing with other things. But my next one is a powder powdered donut. Connor, I agree with you on this one. I know it it's not quite as low as yours, but I would usually. Uh, pick something else even some of the ones that are lower on this list i would choose over it but i do prefer this more than some of them uh after coming up after powdered is the plain donut it's literally in the middle of the list for myself it's plain it's not great it's not bad uh next up is lemon glazed donuts these are things i just started getting into in the south and i really like them I, I think they're pretty solid. They they add a nice twist. Uh, coming in at number four, so lemon glaze was my number five. Uh, number four is just a plain glazed donut. Um, Krispy Kreme, what's up? You know, there's a lot of those down here, and it's come it Ooh, it's Krispy filled a space in my heart. Mm-hmm. So good. Uh, now I really want Krispy Kreme. Uh, my number three is the cider mill donut. Uh, <gasps> If, if you could find a great cider mill, man, those donuts are amazing every single time. We have one near uh, the apartment I used to live in in New York. Eh, it's so good. Uh, number two is the jelly donut. I know that's kind of a broad statement. Uh, I'm a huge fan of any jelly put into donuts. <laughs> uh, obviously, this varies quality-wise from place to place, but overall, it's up there on the top for me. Then finally, my number one, it goes against what I said before, and it's kind of a boring choice, but my number one is the chocolate frosted donut. Whoa. It's just, it's always what I go for. I don't know. It's simple, tastes good, 
you can have different quality and get different layers to it but it's plain enough for me i don't know i i love it though i do interesting um, but yeah that's my donut ranking man i liked yours i liked your list and you know i'm proud i'm a proud of our affinity for donuts and i'm happy to honor your great grandmother <laughs> i hope she fans. liked your list more she's listening to this from the great beyond and you know do you know what her favorite donut was you know i am a bad great grandson i do not remember what her favorite donut was i know she liked jelly filled but i'm not sure if that was her favorite or not gotcha do you do you know if anyone in your family would know i can totally text my mom and she's definitely asleep right now otherwise i probably would well, I'll give that – how about – let's have that be, like, your homework for the week. Let's come back for the next episode <laughs> and tell me what her favorite donut was. All right. Maybe even – maybe I'll even put that as the title of the episode. Ooh. 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 All right. So that was our wonderful donut rankings. Connor, I believe you had another segment prepared for me today. You're really coming at me with everything. Rapid fire, rankings, and – Something that might be some people's favorite Ben and Jerry flavor. The segment we like to call Half-Baked. Indeed. Half-Baked is a fantastic Ben and Jerry's flavor. It really is. So, Half-Baked. Have you ever gone online and read one-star reviews that just don't make any sense? I do for my company I work for every day. Just for fun. Well, you know, I've done that. And I'm going to make Morgan guess what these reviews are for. Oh, and boy. Am I ready? Yep. Today, I have gone through and I picked completely random fast food restaurants. And I have picked out some one-star reviews. And I'm going to make Morgan guess what fast food restaurant this is. Bring it on. I'm excited for this one. Alrighty, The very first review... Written by Andrew Evans, local guy. Wait, wait, wait. Do we know this, Andrew Evans? Shout out to Andy Evans. Yup. Oh my gosh. He told me about this experience, and I hunted down the review specifically for this segment. Okay, I did lie. This is the only one I didn't randomly pick. Okay. Well, shout out to you, Andy, if you're listening. Um, Just know you made it, boy. You made it. Literally the slowest I've ever been a customer at. I have only been here twice at times where it wasn't even busy. The first time it took them 30 minutes to make my one cheeseburger while my girlfriend got chicken nuggets in 10 minutes, which was weird. Came back here today for the last time. After it took them over five minutes to answer at the drive through box, all I got was two drinks, and I was told at the first window after paying that I had to wait at the second window for them to make them, which t- also took longer than usual. If you need to get something quick, don't go here. Okay, I'm using detective skills, and I'm assuming this was written in Oneonta, like for Oneonta. And there's a few places you can get burgers there. And honestly, just thinking service-wise, I'm going to lean towards, although this doesn't sound like them, 
Was this Wendy's? It was not Wendy's, and this review also was not from Oniana. Ooh. Ooh, okay. That does stir the pot a little bit. This is like a well-known fast food chain, though? Yes. Okay. I did not pick regional ones. These are nationwide chains. Well, just based on, like, what they told him, I'm going to guess it's McDonald's. It is McDonald's. Okay. I've I've heard the classic, just pull forward and we'll make you your food a lot. So, okay. McDonald's it is. Thank you, Andy. All right. This next review, written by Colleen Schultz. We just ordered one, and it was cold. The bun was cold, and the meat barely warm. The pickles and lettuce were on one side. Fast food isn't rocket science. Admittedly, the best thing going is that it's usually hot, but not at this. We won't be back. Is this Burger King? Was it too obvious for my... A little bit, but I was just getting the vibes and, like, the complaints about having the lettuce and... What was it? Pickles, you said? Yes. Um, Just on one side. I feel like that's not something people would complain about at McDonald's. Because I think people would be happy if that was the case at McDonald's. I hate when they do, like, that little stuff on the bottom. It's gross. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. I was just getting Burger King vibes. But, yeah, you're... <laughs> was uh, helped out. <laughs> hmm. This next review is written by Chris Johnson. They messed my order up, and when I told them, they tried to hand me someone else's order. I told them I did not want that. I just wanted the food that I ordered. They had me waiting for 22 minutes to make my order the correct way and proceeded to give me an attitude like I messed up their job or food. Oh, I feel like this could be anywhere. Oh, um, is this just, is this Taco Bell? It's not Taco Bell. Okay. Well, the time it took leads me to believe a few other options. I'm going to guess two more places. And if I'm wrong, just I give up on this one. My first guess is Popeye's. Nope. Okay. Then my other guess is going to be Subway. No. Oh. It was not Subway. Jeez. All right. Well, what do you got for me? It was McDonald's again. Oh. It took that long. Jeez. I would I would write a one-star review based on that. That's awful. Indeed. I'm so sorry. This next review was written by Bud Bauer. My wife got a salad that was black on the edges and wilted. It looked as if it was two days old or more. How they would even serve that is beyond me. My chili had a lot of things extra thrown in that I haven't seen before. We won't be going there again. Okay, okay. I'm fairly confident on this one. This is Wendy's, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. Was it the chili? Yeah, the chili, and I've heard... I've heard things about their salads. <laughs> mm. Yeah. This review was written by Zodel. You would think nowadays owners of these franchises would care. $25 got me cold fries and burgers. Poor service. If you ask for common things like salt and ketchup, they seem very annoyed. No thanks. 
I will give my business to your competition. Obviously, no owner presence at this spot. Thumbs down emoji, thumbs down emoji, thumbs down emoji. So, based on the price, I'm going to lean with Wendy's again. Is that not? Eh, okay. Um, hmm. You said a burger, right? Yes. Okay. So my other burger. guess was going to be Arby's, but I, that's not right. So, hmm. Can I can I get a hint here? Can I like ask you a question? Sure. Is this like a fast food place you could drive through? Yes. This okay. Is what every single restaurant um I picked for today is. Gotcha, gotcha. I apologize in the meantime as well. There, um, It is the 4th of July weekend. One, happy 4th of July, Connor, and our viewers. If you celebrate, if not, whatever, happy happy weekend with a paid time off or time and a half like I have tomorrow. Um, but, yeah, there's fireworks going on in the background. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'd be shocked if they don't get picked up by my mic. Yeah. They're, I, I kind of hope they do. It's the charm of the weekend. You know, this is what's going to date us. But my guess then is going to be Burger King. Ah, oh, man. I'm, I'm off today. Was it last week that I got like four out of five right in a row? I was feeling Maybe. so good. Maybe it was the week before. I don't know. Definitely not on today. What What's the answer for this one, Connor? Mickey D's. Oh, gosh. Oh, they must have been getting like Big Macs and stuff. That's brutal. Okay. All right. My final review, written by Nicholas, I'm going to butcher this, went to get food there. Unfortunately, had a trailer on, so I couldn't go through the drive through because they didn't make it big enough. And can't go in to order because of whatever reason they had. Also, can't just walk through the drive through for whatever reason on that as well. Waste of my time and loss of business. Then, if you're lucky enough to get to order, you can't even pay with a $100 bill. <laughs> okay, so you had said there was a local review, right? Um, um, I don't remember if I picked a local review for me or not. Okay, well then... Honestly, I... it's been too long. I don't remember where most of these came from. Okay. Well, I then this came from Oregon. Oh. Okay, then my, my guess is going to be wrong for this, but I'll give my initial guess anyway, just in case it's structured the same way. Is this, is this just, like, Duncan? Nope. Okay. I was thinking of the one in Oneonta, like the, the tunnel-y one. Um, my other guess, then, just based on drive through construction, is this uh, Cookout? It is not Cookout. I've, <sighs> I've never heard of Cookout. Oh, Connor, if you – well, not if. When you come visit, Connor, I'm going to have to take you to cookout. It is the most hodgepodge fast food beauty ever. It's like jack-in-a-box, but feels more like a real person's making the food. Hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Just thinking of the drive – this is going to trip me up. I don't think I have a confident answer in this. Do you think this is like – I know you said these are all, like, nationwide fast food chains, but you think this is one that would, like, come right up to the top of my head? For me, personally, just because the drive through for this chain is consistently, in my experience, been an issue. Hmm. Okay. They always make them too narrow or too sharp of a turn. Huh. 
Um, I don't know. Is this okay? Is this just Wendy's? It is not Wendy's. Jeez. All right. I don't know. It's Taco Bell. Oh man. It had to end up on the list somewhere. That's and fair. You'd be darned if I picked a review for Taco Bell that criticizes the food. I was gonna say maybe, maybe my head just wasn't in the right place to criticize Taco Bell at all. <laughs> but I'm yeah. glad I'm honored that you didn't uh, trash the food. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, but that is something I've noticed. A lot of Taco Bells I've been to, the drive-throughs are really rough. Huh. I'll have to like. I'll have to keep that in mind you know the worst drive-thru i think i've ever been to now and it's not even bad it's they just took the plot of land that they were already on and kind of worked with it is actually right here in um franklin there is a domino's that has a drive-thru window huh. and it is the most narrow turn to get into it and there's like it's kind of like bootleg setup there's a, like, pressure plate trigger on the floor that, like, rings the bell for the people inside that come to the window. Like, that's how it works. And it's it's fascinating. Yeah, because you don't, like, there's no, like, intercom or anything. You just talk at the window. Um, Interesting. It's it's cool. I, I use it for pickup orders. Like, I don't think I'd order through it, but it's nice to pick it up and just not have to go inside. I don't think I would order pizza through a drive-thru just unless I was getting a few slices just because I don't want to the whole point in my opinion of drive-thru is you drive through you know you're there ideally for less than five minutes obviously other cars might throw that off but that's true when you order pizza you're gonna order and then come back 20 minutes later yeah that could be a downside I see that all right well you know, I feel like I'm more in tune now with fast food reviews than I was before, and I want to thank you for that, Connor. You're welcome. And, and I want to probably move... be getting this challenge again in the future. Yeah. Bring it on. On like Donkey Kong. Anytime, honestly. I think next time you should um you should do reviews from one of my employers. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I don't think I've said where I work on the air before, but I think you know what I'm you talking have. about. I have. Yeah, I want to say episode two, which I believe was the shared ice cream pint. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense then. Anyway, I no, think the it, communal ice cream pint. Yes, the communal ice cream <laughs> pint. <laughs> I think it. I think it would be fun to uh, take a look at some Jenny's reviews at some point. Not at my locations. I, I don't want to give away that much information about myself, but let's take a look at some. Or maybe even um. Ooh. Okay, I, I have one for you next Jenny's week, Connor. Another ice cream. I have one for you next week, and I'm excited. Oh, no. Yeah. The tables are turning. Yes, they are. Oh, how the turn have tabled. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, cool. I have a I have a segment for you. It's a half-baked one. It'll be good. But thank you for that. Connor, I want to move on to the last segment of our show, which is the desserts. And now you came to me before the show. You poured out your heart telling me how you didn't come prepared with a news article. Instead... You are going to preach. You're going to spit some bars on the air. You're going to tell us a story that you've encountered, that you've witnessed, that you've been a part of, per se. I don't know. But, um, so I'm going to let you do that, and you're going to take up most of the segment. I just want to drop my story in real quick. It's a real small one. And it, it really just brought me in with the title. 
Bear enters Colorado home through open window and eats cat food. What a champ. Right? So this is in Colorado. Uh, again, this is real simple story. I'm going to go through real quick. Literally, Colorado Parks and Wildlife said the bear climbed in through a window at a home in Boulder County and feasted on cat food it found inside. The bear finished its meal and just left through the same window. There were residents home at the time, like they were in the house, <laughs> but there were no injuries reported. And I like I like how they phrase that, Gunner. Um, it doesn't say there wasn't like an encounter with the bear. Just says no injuries happened. So like did the bear like get up close to them, and be like, yo, thanks for this cat food, guys. <laughs> or did it did it like go up to the cat and like push it out of the way? Like move, like this is mine. My cat would fight. <laughs> I think mine would too. Like that's messed up. I mean, my cat would have two reactions. He'd either fight for it, or he would take one look at that bear and be like, those things eat cats. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> yeah, but, like, they're, they were talking about how uh, a lot of these houses uh, in the area don't have any air conditioning so that bears, like, can go through windows very easily and just hop in and out. Or they even have reports of some bears just opening up front doors, depending on what the door handle is like. So they've learned they're smart and they like cat food. It's what we've learned about bears today. Honestly, did, I'm kind of excited about it. Did the bear take wet food or dry food? I'd really hope it's wet food for the bear's sake. I, I'm assuming there wasn't a stream right next to the house and you need some water after the dry food. I know, you know, from experience, you know, <laughs> and, <laughs> and it just, it would be a bummer if that was the case. But so the edge of the end of the story is like, um, the town they were in, it's called gun barrel. And they gun said it's getting a little bit on the edge where maybe residents don't expect that like bear sightings. And now that they know there's bears in the area, it's time to take proper precautions. And I want to know, like, they said they're going to bear-proof their homes by, like, what is a bear-accessible window? You know, is it just a window that has a glass panel that bears can, like, open? What does that mean? I presume it, it would be an open window that's large enough for a bear to enter. And their suggestion was to keep it locked in, indoors. I mean, I'd like to think they're going to do that anyway. But maybe not. Maybe... Maybe they've had a lot of friendly encounters with bears in the past that don't steal cat food from the pets in the local area. But that's my story, Connor. I wanted to share that for you real quick. And now I'm excited for yours. Connor, the floor is yours. All right. So last night I went to my friend's house to watch the Demon Slayer movie with him. And he lives on Main Street in Owego, New York. And... Across the street and about three doors down, that afternoon, yesterday afternoon, a family was doing yard work, and the daughter was in the front yard, and sometime, if I were to guess, around 5.20 or 5.30, she went into the backyard to speak to the other people in the house, and I believe she said something along the lines of, I could be having heat stroke but i'm pretty certain uh spider-man is in the front yard fighting someone and <laughs> everyone went into the front yard and lo and behold spider-man 
was in the front yard choking a guy out in a chokehold. Oh my gosh. And I heard conflicting stories at this point of he was either wearing a Spider-Man hoodie or he was wearing a Spider-Man suit. I can confirm, based on photographic evidence I have just sent to you, that he was wearing a Spider-Man suit. Let me assess. Oh, yeah, and that's like a Tobey Maguire, like original trilogy suit, too. Yeah. Actual Spider-Man costume, and he was choking a guy out on Main Street in Owego. And obviously, cops showed up, and when I went through about if I already guessed 20 minutes after this started, I saw the aftermath. I saw a bunch of cop cars lined up along the street. I saw a bunch of ambulances. And I can confirm Spider-Man was arrested. Oh, no. Did, did um, I mean, I, I saw the picture you sent me, but did uh, they get photos of Spider-Man? They did. They did get photos of Spider-Man being arrested. If you want to check the photographic evidence I have just sent to you. Wow. And check out our Twitter. We might repost it. Here we go. See some photos of Spider-Man in action. And Connor, <laughs> thank you for sharing this story with me. I just want to wrap up with one thing. Besides drink water. You know, it's going to be a hot weekend. Fourth of July. Drink your water. Stay hydrated. One other thing, though. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. I guess you could say Spider-Man wasn't your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man this weekend. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us on Home Cooked Small Talk. The very last thing I would like to add is that I have learned over the last week Ooh. that you can cook pizza rolls in an air fryer. And, you know, go on. I recommend that because mm. in order to cook pizza rolls, I do not recommend doing the microwave by reason of they just don't cook right. And I think that typically I've always thought that the best way to cook a pizza roll was in the oven, but that takes over 20 minutes. That's not efficient for getting your pizza rolls quickly. As ourselves from like tw 15 years ago would say, ain't nobody got time for that. Exactly. But if you cook pizza rolls in the air fryer, cook it for four minutes, shake the basket, put it back in for four minutes, and you have freshly cooked pizza rolls that came out just like you put them in the oven in eight minutes. Well, there you have it. Thanks, Connor. Thank you for that tip. And I really like pizza rolls. They're really good. Pizza rolls, bagel bites. Uh, my heart fills. And with that, thank you for joining us for Home Cooked Small Talk. Have a beautiful week. <laughs>